Welcome back. This is episode 19 of Books Closed. This episode is sponsored by Tattoo Smart, your resource for digital tattoo design tools, and Alliance Tattoo Supply, high quality equipment and supplies. Before we start, I just want to apologize for my voice this week, as I've been a little sick. But I would miss you all way too much if I actually took the week off from making a podcast and took care of myself. I don't know why I would ever do a thing like that, so I certainly won't be starting now. Also, one quick announcement. I've teamed up with Tattoo Smart for a contest, and we will be giving away to one winner a $500 gift card to the TattooSmart.com web store, along with some Books Closed swag. You can enter on BooksCloseDPodcast.com. There's a few different entry methods that will each get your name into the hat. So you don't have to repost anything on your Instagram. You don't have to do any of that stuff. It's just enter on BooksCloseDPodcast.com, and one lucky winner will receive a $500 gift card from Tattoo Smart. That will get you a lot of digital design tools, and if you've been holding out or if you're too cheap to buy them yourself, then this is a great opportunity for you to check them out. So again, booksclosepodcast.com, all the information for the giveaway is there, and thank you to Tattoo Smart for teaming up with me for this contest. Now, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Back in episode 15, I talked about a company called Custom Tattoo Design. Now, what they do is they offer an online service where a customer can access their website, tell them what they want to get drawn for their tattoo, and Custom Tattoo Design does all the drawing for them. In my discussion of this company, I was very critical of what they do and how they do it, and I was very unsure about the success of these designs as far as what happens when these customers take the drawings to an actual tattooer. Are they getting good quality work? Are they getting shitty versions of these drawings? Who knows? We can only guess. But after I put up that video, very soon after actually, I received a comment on the video version of that episode on YouTube from Custom Tattoo Design. The comment said, Hey Andrew, it's a shame you didn't hit us up. We would have loved to engage with you about your feelings towards our company and help you get some facts correct. Interesting podcast, though. I know we'll keep listening because we love being involved in this awesome industry. So I wrote back and said, hey, I would love to link up for an interview because it's only fair, right? I usually give people a chance to voice their opinion and I like to have a good discussion. I don't want it to be one-sided all the time. And although I don't think my mind will be changed, I'm certainly willing to open myself up to whatever. So sure enough, I found myself on the phone with Lee Roller himself, the owner, creator of Custom Tattoo Design. So now take my hand, let me take you with me on a journey to Lee Roller. Lee Roller, it's you. It's me. It's doing? really you. I, can't, I never thought this day would come. I, I, you know what's funny? Um, you know how this came to be is that I was, I was traveling home to Canada to minus 30 degrees, which I'm in now. And uh, my wife goes, so uh, I'm watching this video on YouTube about you right now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah? And she's like, yeah, it's another one of these 
crap it is. <laughs> she says that because she always sees mine and she's like, so she hackles me. I come out and I watch about 15 minutes of it. I go and have a shower and I come out and she goes, I already know. And I said, I got to get a hold of him now. Like I got to talk to him. <laughs> so about three hours later, I'm talking to my, my, one of my best friends, John, who you've got the chance to speak to briefly. He's my marketing manager. And he's like, yeah, I've got it all set up for you. I'm like, yeah, I wasn't doing anything until I talked to him. So uh, Perfect. it's funny how it all came to be, but thanks for taking the time. Yeah. Well, thanks for reaching out. So what you're referring to is a segment I did back on episode 15 about custom tattoo design. Yeah. And so what I, what I know about you and what about, I know about custom tattoo design is just what I've gathered from the internet. And when you guys reached out, you said that some of my facts may not be accurate. So I would, I'm more than happy to give you, give you the chance to correct some of my facts and we can get on the same page a little bit more. Absolutely. And it's not even necessarily about correcting facts as much as kind of, you know, understanding and and understanding where we came from. So, you know, I thought I might tell you that one because it's, it is a pretty interesting story. Um, Yeah, let's start there. Sure. And so I back, this is, this is pre Dragon's End. So that TV show, I mean, you know that now that's how, what was that on 2014 maybe? Mm -hmm. So I was about two years before that. I was actually living in my truck, um, didn't have work. Um, my brother is a phenomenal artist, uh, and he's in the tattoo business. Uh, he was doing designs and trying to get an apprenticeship and kind of going down the road. And, um, yeah, I, I had lived, literally living in my truck in the middle of winter and I was trying to figure out how I could get him work using his kind of artwork and his talents. Um, and maybe we could do something together. I always wanted to work with him on something. Um, no idea, uh, what I was going to do. And he was doing commissionable artwork. So people were going to him saying, hey, can you draw me up a design? And I had no idea if there was, if there was anything there or not. So I said, well, let's just see if I can go on the internet. I'm going to put up a website because I've got 50 bucks to my name. I'm going to build this little site and say, we're going to do free designs. And I just put up some Google ads and sent, sent you know, 100 people a site or whatever it was to see if anybody was even interested. And there's about 30 or 40 people. They're like, yeah, absolutely. Here's what we want to do. And I'm like, wow. So now I got my poor brother working for no money, drawing these designs as fast as he can. We shut it down and we go, okay, well, if we charge 50 bucks, you know, could we do that? So turn it back on and we kind of play with that. And still, like this time, I think it sent about 500 people a site and over 150 people, something crazy. Um, and he just goes, Lee, I, I just, there's no way I could keep up with that. And there's some people that want a sleeve and there's some people want small. I mean, we're that innocent and not knowing at this time, we're like, man, I got to put food on the table and get the hell out of my truck. Um, but I can't leave him on his own. What are you going to do? Um, but we think we have an idea and, you know, I have a bit of a, I have a marketing background and I went in line and I really looked at how many people were looking for just tattoo designs. And I mean, those are people looking at anything online, any Google thing you could think of. Um, there's about three and a half, four million people a month looking for some type of design. And so we wanted to see if we could tap into that. And um, things were going okay. I mean, we're talking about $500 a month type of money. We're not, we're not making money. Um, we're just trying to figure out if it works. And he just tells me like, Lee, I've got to, I've got to get a real job. Like I can't draw for you forever and I'm not making any money. And I said, you know what, I think there's something here. So we kind of shut it down. We got everybody caught up after we're, you know, three weeks behind and we feel like idiots and we don't know what the heck's going on. Um, and he's like, I got to get back into my apprenticeship and drawing and whatnot. So um, 
I decided I'm going to try and build an actual site and, and do this the right way and try and find artists. And I mean, I remember you pointing out in your video, you're like, like, look at this idiot. He's, he's, he's cold calling people. I mean, we were at that point where we just didn't, we didn't know how to contact people the right way. Like I was actually like right now, for instance, I'd say about half of my artists, I've got a little over 350 artists now and over half of them are full-time tattoo artists that are just drawing for us um, on the side, doing projects here and there. Um, the other half, like you said, are illustration, graphic designer type of artists. Um, but as, as things have progressed over the years, what you, what you don't see in the back end is, is a lot of things that I think you'd be really interested in. Um, like every artist we have goes through a training program. Uh, they come in, they talk to our top tattoo artists. They talk about how the proper ways to design specific designs. Um, they all get their portfolios gone through critiqued. We have an art director with a master's degree that sees every single piece of artwork. Um, new artists are only allowed one client at a time. Uh, they get a grading process, which goes through their full art direction process. Um, every sketch is examined, critiqued, even redone before it goes out to, to the client. Um, so they're trained on all these different types of designs. Obviously, we have people that, uh, I mean, you commented on it when we talk about, you know, how we did cover-ups four years ago and how they do them now. Like, only our top 10, you know, tattoo artists are doing that. Uh, the clients are getting... Um, the clients, as soon as they kind of come in, they get an expectations of what to happen, a time frame for how long things will take, um, what they can expect when they go into a shop. Um, for instance, I mean, we tell people right off the shop, we can't see you physically. We design it into 3D HD. It can be, you know, larger and smaller and scaled for different spaces. Um, but ultimately your tattoo artist is probably going to either have to redraw, rescale or redesign to some extent to make this work for your body. We want to make sure that they understand that's clear. Um, so we talk to them about all those things and have a consultation with them before we start their artwork as well. Um, so the, there's a lot of development. I mean, obviously, seven years in, we've had to look at how we're helping the client, how we're helping the shop, how we work better with all of them. Um, so there's a, there's a ton of things like that. And I think where um, you'd see a lot of different change, and I'm happy to talk to you about it, is when you're in a tattoo shop, as you know, and you've got your head down and you're doing your work, it doesn't mean that you, you see everything that's going on on the outside. You see the customers you're working with, but it doesn't mean that you necessarily see all the clients that aren't working with you, which seems to be a tremendous amount of the clients that we are working with. And so we actually think, and I'll you know, talk to you about it and get your feedback on it, but um, we think we're definitely helping the industry, growing the industry, trying to help it be better, is where I know that tattoo artists and ones like yourself and people that are really good um, they're like, well, you're, you're hindering, but when you talk about the clients we're working with, with the clients that you're working with, they're, they're very different clients. I did. And, and the whole way that I became familiar with you, and I think I said it in that original video, is, is that I received a request from someone who had gotten a half sleeve design from you guys. Yeah. And it was for a cover up. And I was just, I, I was kind of taken aback by it because he sent me a link to what what I'm assuming you guys send, where it's got everything laid out and uh, the line sheet and the the just the image and everything. Yeah. And it was, it was a cover up that just would not work at all. Yeah. And so I kind of looked into it more and, and 
I know that's just one design in a sea of thousands or however right. many designs you put out, but, but still to me, I, I'm not sure what that guy would have paid for that design, but it was, it was basically unusable and untattooable from where I sit. And I'm a right. pretty competent and, um, no, you're you know, right. easy, easy going tattooer as far yeah. as like working with my clients and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I told the the customer that I just I wouldn't tattoo that design personally, but I could give him you know a different version of the same stuff because it was like a map and it was kind of like a local pride kind of thing, right. um, like a Massachusetts map and a magnifying glass and a compass and stuff. But the cover up would have never worked. It was just like a blob of color. And um, I'm curious if he ever got the tattoo and what happened. Um, and going along that line, a lot of the examples that that you guys put out for designs that you've done. They're super detailed. They're I mean, they're great. They're great drawings, and they're nice artwork. But they're just not tattoos. Hundred percent. And like I can I can agree to that in a lot of cases. And you'll get that. You'll know this as a tattooer. I mean, you can spend you could spend all the time in the world trying to tell a client like I don't think this is tattooable. Like you should see if I told you like we I bet you I get five hundred requests a little over five hundred a day um, requests. So imagine I'm dealing with over 6,000 clients in a month at least. And I mean, I'm, I've got a team. Um, and we, we have a 95% five-star rating. If you went through the reviews that are on our site, um, I mean, it's, it's people love it, but from the, when it gets to you guys and when it gets to that, that tattoo side, it's got to come together. I would say 90% of our clients, not only are they happy, but the designs work, it works well. If I, if I handed you that half sleeve, as a matter of fact, you, uh, I'll take your, your opinion on this. You, you had that half sleeve. Um, you saw what the customer wanted and you knew right then and there, like it likely wasn't going to work perfectly for them. But as a tattoo artist, like awesome, man, he came in, you showed me what I want. I now have a great base to start and I've got a good client and I'm going to make it work. What we hear, if there's ever any feedback from the artist, they're like, they'll tell the client, Oh man, I'm not doing this. Like this is crap. And I hate this. And da, 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 da. And, and you're just like, man, that, that tattoo artist, if he wants to work, if he's capable of doing it, he had a great opportunity to say, Hey, I love the piece that you design. And we want to, I, I can definitely design this to make it work for you. It might need a little bit of change based on this, but continue onward. Yeah. Um, well, well that's, that's exactly the situation that happened with me. And the guy right. never wrote back because in my eyes he was, he had already paid for his design and he liked it and right. he wanted to get that design. And, right. and to me, that's where the disconnect is always going to happen. And I, and I wouldn't even blame that fully on you. That's, that's just how the, you know, the workflow or how it's going to go for a customer right. seeking a design separately from a tattoo artist would go. I guarantee you if I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm saying it with the greatest salary, but I, I'll bet you that if you gave me a thousand of your clients, I bet you I could find 10 that absolutely hate you. And they say, and you're the nicest guy in the world. They just, they ju they're just those people. And those are the ways that you just like with us, that just happens. Um, but I'm super happy about, you know, I actually kind of just took a note here about the types of people that, you know, that we actually work with so that, you know, me and you can kind of balance out and understand where this is coming from. Cause what I'm trying to say is I love the industry. One thing that you actually, what do you love about it? Um, I'm very art. I'm, I'm very much into tattoo art. Um, I've got over 60 hours on my body. Um, I knew that you didn't know that, but you have to understand you go deal in corporate rooms. It, it, it's my job to respect them. And also some of those guys that are 60 years, you're still getting judged. Like you wouldn't believe if I'm sitting in a room full of capital investors, 
it's, it's not the same as if I'm sitting in a room with you and a bunch of peers and we're having a conversation, right? So it is a different environment. And I knew that you couldn't see that. You know, I've got a half sleeve. My whole back's done, both my calves. Um, so it's not like I'm inexperienced. I've been getting tattooed since I was 16. It's going to be 33. So um, in saying that, you know, I respect it 100%. I, I definitely don't love um, a few things about it. And you've actually talked about this in your show, but like, Tattoo artists in a lot of cases and the, the industry in general, because I might not be a tattoo expert. I would call you if I want a tattoo expert. I have experts on my team. I have guys that have been tattooing for 25 years that I pay to be there to consult, to work with artists, to work with our clients. Um, they're experts, but I'm an expert in the industry. I can guarantee you that I will know more about the industry even probably than you do. And when I talked about that, I'm talking about the, the amount of people that get removals that are dissatisfied, the type of clients that walk in the door, whether walk-ins versus the type of people that are first-timers versus how many people get more designs. That's what we do. That's how, what I learned. And that allows us to then help people more or less or not market to certain people. You, that's just business and business. Um, but our reasons for buying and the, the reasons that people are working with us, I think would be, you would understand them when I sit here and I tell them to you. I think it would be a lot different if you're just trying to be like, what idiot would want to get a tattoo design by a company that doesn't tattoo? Like that's how I hear it from your side, and that's how I hear it from tattoo artists. If they're, I'm not shocked at all that people do it. Honestly, that that's that's definitely not my standpoint. I can totally see how people are going to go for what you're offering. Right. I've got a phenomenal artist, one of my best artists in the world, actually. It's from Czechoslovakia. Phenomenal artist. There's no tattoo shops there. There's no artist, not, but the, the guy's artwork is so phenomenal and people love him so much. And he's just such a good person and, and he works with clients so well. I could get like, I could refer him to anyone and uh, they would, they would just love to deal with him and he gives them exactly what they need and he consults in the right way. And, and it's just like awesome. Or I could send him to somebody where they live locally that could be terrible. And they're like, this guy kicked me out of the shop. Cause I told him that I, I wanted to see the tattoo sleeve first. Like, when was the last time you drew a tattoo sleeve or somebody that's of your, your, your skill level said, yeah, I'll draw you a fully composed tattoo sleeve. No problem. Like for, not for a client, but just for fun. No, no, for a client. Client comes in and says, I would like to see a full sleeve rendering before you put it on my body. I mean, every time I do a sleeve, I draw it first and they see it. You, you draw the whole sketch, the whole finished product, shade it to completion and say, that's what it's going to be. So it's a finished piece. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes if if it's going to be one big general image, and yeah, we'll put together the a shade study and everything ahead of time so people get an idea of what they're getting. Right, and I would think someone at your skill level and the amount that you can charge, you you probably should. In saying that, I also know that you're going to take a five hundred dollar or whatever it is deposit because you're not going to have someone take your artwork and walk down the street. You know what I mean? You're not going to have someone walk down the street with your artwork and say, "Now do this artwork." Like that's that's the that's the issue that happens in a shop sometimes, but. Um, but I want to talk to you just, and I'll make it as brief as I can if, if keep near, but some of the, the the clients that we actually deal with, and it's funny, I feel bad. I've actually seen some of my, like my design team will walk out and they're like in tears. It, some days it seems like we're actually um, just listening to people and trying to like help them through stuff. You wouldn't believe if I sent you a hundred clients, they're like ideas. It's, it's 
oh my goodness, it's self-harm stuff. It's, it's bad. It's stories. It's just endless stories of, of sadness and disappointment. Things that I know they wouldn't want to sit down with the stranger and be like, so this is my life story and what the tattoo means. But they just seem comfortable enough to sit there and they want to tell you, you know, via internet, you're allowing people to write instead of, you know, kind of put themselves into a judgment position without having any feedback. Um, and that's a tough one. Um, I, I would argue that I get that all the time. And, sure you do. And people are not uncomfortable with that at all. 100%. But let's just say that all I'm saying to you is, and then I guess what I'm trying to get your mind to expand to is, uh, you, we were saying at the beginning, your clients that are walking in and talking to you are not the same clients specifically that I am, even if they are the same, even if they say the same thing. So for every 10 stories you get like that, I'm probably getting 100 who you would never see because they're uncomfortable. And they, they will specifically say, thanks for giving me the opportunity to write down my thoughts. And then I'm like, hey, we've actually broken that up. And the hard part is they tell you a story that say, you know, eight paragraphs, but we really need the details of the design without yeah. coming off like we didn't listen to the story. And so we've got to be able to say, great, I, I heard this and, you know, I appreciate where it came from. Is this, is this the design? Are these the elements that you really want to see? Does this make sense when I say this? Does that relate to your story? And they're like, yeah, it does. When really if we could have got to the latter part, but it is important to hear it and, and they feel good about it. And then we, we do retain those clients and, and they're all, they're great. Um, right. You know, then that's that's, that's describing have, exactly what I do all the time is my point. Yeah, is that that is people, what you, you are doing what we're doing. It's just, we're not putting the, the, the needle in the arm at the end of the day. Um, and, and, you know, I will tell you, I mean, it's, it's something that is up for debate. I, it's hard to talk. Well, it's easy to talk to you about it because I don't have to argue with you about it or even debate about it. But, you know, this one would actually surprise you. And, and I was excited. We're not excited, but, um, you know, I enjoy sharing this information. Obviously, we take statistics. If you go on our site and ask you, is this your first time tattoo or second or so on? Um, and we track that. And 75% of our clients have one or more tattoos. And those are the people that are buying and going into a shop. And that means they've been in a shop, they've gone through the experience and they've either had a bad experience or didn't get what they wanted or didn't like the, the art. They, they know the process and they still wanted to come through us. So that's a pretty big eye opener when you look at, you know, and it, it's probably harder for someone like yourself that goes, Hey, I do my job correctly to say there can't be that many bad guys out there. I'm like, there's a shop opening every day with guys that have no experience in the world. And the worst part is the customer service is horrendous. Even I've got some really good pieces on my body and I can tell you, I was shocked at how I was treated and I knew everything about it. Guys like, did I give you a quote? And I'm like, no, but you know, it was an hour and a half. He's like $500. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. But I don't make that argument. I just feel stupid that I didn't get the quote. I was, the, I felt dumb about it. Tattoo is awesome, um, but it comes down to the customer service. And I don't think the best artists in the world. Uh, I deal with hundreds of them every day. They can be prima donnas. You know that. Most of my best artists are like, "Oh, this client's just out of control. You need to talk to them for me." And I'm like. Well, if you actually treated them respectfully, if you look at your conversation, you weren't being all that nice to them because you didn't like their design idea, didn't fit your style. Jenny, Jenny gave you a customer and you wanted to do tiger, tigers and you, that's what you love to do. And she asked you to do a dragon. You got pissy. And I hate that about, you know, 
And it just happens. People have a talent. And then when they get told, you know, you can't do something or you shouldn't do it, um, they can, they can push back. Um, but I think you'd also be surprised. And I mean, it, it's something you wouldn't even see, but like, as we've grown and I think as our professionalism's gotten better and we've done better and better for our customers, for artists, for everybody, um, you know, we work with, we work with several large well-known tattoo shops where we're doing half their designs for them. So they're so busy that they're like, Hey man, I need you guys to do the first rendition. Here's the customer's wants, get it back to me by tomorrow. And they pay full price for it. We don't give them a break on anything. And they are, we, we have a specific team that handles tattoo shop stuff because we need to make sure that they're cared for correctly. And it can't come necessarily directly from us. And we white label to help the shop out. But these aren't mom and pop shops. These are guys that could easily do the designs themselves. They're going, man, I can, if I can keep my needle on scan, I'm making a heck of a lot more money than doing a 30 hour drawing. Which shops are those? I'd be happy to, to tell you. I've, I've, I wanted to actually get permission from a few, but I don't know that I want to, you know, say that because I have to white, white label their, them from us, but you okay. know, we're happy to talk about that. This week, we're sponsored by Tattoo Smart. Tattoo Smart is a marketplace for forward-thinking tools for tattooers, artists, and designers, empowering them to learn new digital skills and improve their design workflows. They collaborate with tattooers to create brush sets for Procreate and Clip Studio Paint, reference ebooks, digital color tools like the Abbott Color Wheel, and design and software tutorials. Tattoo Smart gives you the tools to speed up the process of conceptualizing and rendering time-consuming elements, allowing you to spend more time focusing on the composition of your tattoo design. You can check out all the Tattoo Smart tools and tutorials at tattoosmart.com. While you're there, check out the Pile of Skulls Asset Library by Javi Antunez, featuring 180 reference images of skulls rendered with three different lighting conditions in 15 poses with four variations jawbone positioning. Basically, that means every angle of a skull and lighting condition you could ever need. Using advanced 3D modeling software, Javi created the ultimate set of skull references. The ivory skulls are perfect for almost any tattoo where neutral, balanced lighting and contrast are key. The molten skulls are a great alternative for a colorful skull with a fantastic balance between contrasting colors and values. Looking for something darker? The ominous skulls capture the fear in death's eyes with a creepy underlight and a rich blue backlight. Find out more and get Pile of Skulls on TattooSmart.com. And while you're buying all these great new tools, use discount code BOOKSCLOSED for 15% off any tools on the site, one use per customer. That's TattooSmart.com and use discount code BOOKSCLOSED for 15% off. And if you missed it at the top of the show, we've teamed up with TattooSmart for a giveaway where you can win a $500 gift card for TattooSmart.com. And go to BooksClosePodcast.com to figure out how to enter and win. We're also sponsored this week by Alliance Tattoo Supply. Alliance is a tattooer-owned and operated company specializing in high-quality equipment and supplies built by tattooers for tattooers. You can shop their inventory at AllianceTattooSupply.com. And what you'll find there is everything from daily used shop supplies from brands you know and trust to one-off handmade machines from top-quality builders. They're the only U.S. distributor of Luca Mamone tattoo machines, and they're the exclusive distributor of Lineage Needles. 
And I got the chance to try out Lineage needles lately, and I will say that they are consistent, smooth, and they absolutely get the job done. I'm not just saying that. Lineage needles are built to their personal specs using what they believe are the safest materials available. With 316L stainless steel for their pins as well as the bars and a high-quality lead-free silver bearing solder to hold it all together, Lineage Needles stands on the shoulders of giants to bring you the quality you deserve at an affordable price. For everyone in the lower 48 states, if you make an order over $200, you get free shipping. And to sweeten the deal a little more, if you use promo code BOOKSCLOSED, you'll get 10% off your first order. So that's at AllianceTattooSupply.com. Use the promo code books space closed and get 10% off your first order. And so, um, and to touch, so we kind of segue, segue, that's not the right word. Segue. <laughs> uh, yeah, segue into uh, kind of what I want to talk about, you know, our certificate of authenticity, which you enjoyed shitting on all over, which I don't mind. But it's my favorite thing about what you do, I think. Okay, cool. So, it's, so we'll talk about that quickly. So the, yeah. the two things that the reason that that is, we're not saying, hey, man, you know, you'll never see this again in the world. We actually on the bottom, it tells, it tells them in, in, in a contract that it lets them know that like we reserve the right to use it from a marketing standpoint. Um, but what we're telling them is two things. One, we will never resell that design. So you will never see us Someone call, and they do it a lot. People are like, I saw the sweetest, you know, design on here and I want to know if you'll sell it to me again or can I use it? And we're like, no, sorry. Like everything we do is the clients and they keep the right to do that. The other one is, and, and so we're basically telling them, hey man, we're not going to go put your cool design on t-shirts. Um, and then, and then the other one is, is that, you know, a lot of times a cop out from a tattoo artist is, well, I'm not doing somebody else's work, not because I don't want to tattoo it but because I don't own it and we just want to be able to give them anything and even, even a comfort of their own heart to say, Hey, you know, this is mine. Um, and we back all of that with all of our artwork. Um, but I mean, in reality, it's, 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 it's a peace of mind for them. And it's more about us letting them know that like, Hey, we won't resell it. This is yours. Um, just it, sounds it's good. Not, it's authentic. Sure. It's a sure certificate. It is, they can frame it and put it on their wall. We've had shops call us and say, hey, man, are you going to sue me? Like, literally. And we're like, nope, it's customers. And it's just, it's a, it's a peace of mind. We get asked it a lot. And the other one is just people think that we're going to resell their stuff. And, and that's not the case. I can tell you, uh, even on your show, this was mentioned. And, it, and I'll, I'll say it's bullshit that it doesn't happen. And I'd be shocked if you didn't agree with me. I, walked, I don't think I've ever seen any of my tattoos. If I've got 30 I've never seen a drawing of my tattoo finished ever in my life, which is fine because I usually trust my artist or I'm going back to the same guy. However, I've got a couple of terrible ones. What I'm saying is I have gone in, I have my consult, they get a great understanding. They know what I want. I come back in, I see the sketch. I was 21. I think when I got the one I hate and I'm looking at it and I, I didn't like it, but I felt complete. Like I'm showing up for my appointment now. It's not like you have a consultation and I have something to see and the guy sent it to me in the mail and I've seen it. I show up at the shop. I, I'm now there for my four hour booking and I see this stencil and I go, it's pretty cool. You know, could we change these couple of things? The guy's like, yeah, no problem. We'll do it on the skin when it's on there. And I'm like, yeah, you're the expert. And I get the design when it's finished. It's exactly what it said. And there was no change. It's just like, ah, that looks cool this way. Right. And it, it didn't happen once. It's happened to me three or four times. And we get that with customers all the time because you show up, you've got four hours booked 
And I'd be like, I'm happy to pay for another hour if you want to redraw it in front of me right now. I have no problems with that. But what I do have, you know that now I'm sitting there and I'm, I, there's no way I can walk out. It's an, it would be embarrassing to show up for a tattoo design. You've got a four-hour book. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste mine. And the artwork is completely off. Yeah, I don't disagree I don't, that that happens. That, that obviously does happen a lot. Right. And I can, like, I've got a great artist that just tells me straight up he just won't draw it before. And, I, and he's amazing. What's more important, do you think, the tattoo artist or the design? It's very interesting because here's they're both very, very important. Um, I, I honestly believe that the design, I don't want to say it's more important, but I do think that it's, it is as important. And what I mean by that is I personally, and obviously I, it's my company, I value it this way. I would not get a tattoo ever in my life again or recommend it to someone without seeing a design. If I showed up and did not see a design, Unless it was like, you know, there's a handful of guys on the planet that I'm like, you want a free hand four hours on my body. I just want to know that it's your artwork. But I mean, that's, that's pretty impossible and rare. But I mean, the design is, you know that. If the composition isn't right in a tattoo, the whole thing sucks. It will never look good. It'll never fit the body. It'll never, all those things are very important. So um, it's So let me ask me. you this then, uh, not to cut you off, but okay. do you, what do you think the likelihood that someone, let's say someone receives a sleeve drawing from you guys that you've mm-hmm. gone back and forth on, they love it, it's perfect to their eyes, has everything they want in it. Yeah. Um, what is the likelihood that they're going to go to a tattooer who can execute it properly? It, it sees I know that. that's, not, that's not your business, but what do you, how do you think that plays out? Well, it's, it's so, like that's a tough one. We, we track a lot of this stuff too. And I guess... It depends. So for me, let's put it this way. You ripped me apart for being on a, a financial show four years ago at 25 years old and how stupid I looked and, 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 and I, I rambled about, you know, things weren't, you know, I'm telling an investor that's not our problem. But in the grand scheme of things, you walk off that show, damn right, it's my problem. I've got to deal with the customer after. I need to have repeat business, which we retain 20% of our clients um, come back to us. So when that sleeve is done, I mean, in my honest opinion, there aren't a lot of tattoo artists that can pull off a fully rendered sleeve, let alone, you know, these masterpieces of artwork. And, that, and that's tough. Um, but I will say this. And, so and it's not very this. likely that people are going to get the tattoo that they think they want. Well, we've tra- we track the people that we do designs for. And this is a scary statistic. Well, you know this as well, but the people you see, I think, are more already in the tattoo world and that's based on your skill. No, not always. I work at a street shop, so I do a lot of, I probably have a lot more overlap than you might think. So, so when people walk in their rate of close right there, because they're walking is, is super high, but people that walk in and say, Hey, I'm thinking about getting a design. I'm not really sure what I want. I would like to see a design and then I'll come back and get it. Even if they put a $50 deposit down, how often do they come back? I mean, most do, right? But with us, people start the design and they get halfway through and they're like, I've decided that I just don't want to get a tattoo because it's been three weeks and the fire was lit under their ass when they saw a cool thing on the internet. And so we're working with them and like half our clients almost they are like, I love the tattoo and it's so perfect. I'll buy the artwork, but they don't even continue onwards because they, they, they lose that ether of wow. And let's talk about the graphic layover. Yeah, let's do that. Do you, I'm not going to ask if you think it's good. I'm going to, I'm, I guess more, I don't 
I don't think it's an accurate representation of how the tattoo is going to look. It just skipped to the end point now. And I think it's been a year and a half now. We actually don't do them now. So we, we did them for a long time because everybody's like, Hey, can you do this? The other thing is we used to get them to send their own body pictures that sent us like six or seven, you know, there's a sleeve, you know, stand back, stand closer. And then we had a graphic designer on staff who was putting it actually on their body. Um, and then they're like, Oh, Hey, I want to move this around. And, and I mean, if you've got a graphic guy, you guys are saying we're putting a flat image on them. Um, in some case, I mean, you, you sure you can, but I mean, it's so easy. You can warp any image, you can wrap it around, you can do all that in seconds if that's your skill. So like my guys could five minutes could wrap a sleeve around an arm and make it look perfect. Um, and, but then it just turns into customers are like, okay, cool. Well, you said you'd give me one and then they want 45 of them. So we got to a point where we're like, okay, man, this guy wants a seat on his leg and his arm and his waist and his back and his chin. And, and then you're like, you know, we're just burning cash, paying a guy to redo these, these layovers over and over and over, which kind of sucks because when we decided, Hey man, like we want to pull this back because it's just becoming a pain. It kind of sucked because it was helping people go from, Oh, I don't want a tattoo anymore to I'm going to get it because it looks so great. Mm. Um, and then it, it's funny and I don't want to move off. If you've got more questions, actually go ahead. If you want to continue to talk about the layover, I mean, the layover was just, it, it was another product thing for us. So we got to say to people, we do the tattoo design, you get the certificate. We want to do a label. We want to have a good, a good reason to work with us. Yeah, no, I get it. I can see all that stuff. And I know I goofed on that and the certificate of authenticity and stuff, but I, yeah. I understand that, that you're building out something that, point. yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. It, it increases the value of what people get. I understand that. Yeah, if I Which is why I felt okay goofing on it because I know that your heart's not in the certificate of authenticity in particular. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's not like it's not like you didn't personally shit on me just as much as you did on the certificate. But I'm okay with that because I mean, well, but you're no, you're a public okay. figure. You went on a television show. You, there's all this well, stuff. I, I didn't uh, intrude. I didn't take pictures through your window. So I figured it's fair no, game. No. Okay. I could have gone harder. <laughs> oh, for, of course. In general, and concisely, do you think? that you're offering a service that is truly good for tattooing? I think it's truly good for the consumer. It is better for the customer, yes. Okay. And I think that it grows the industry, yes. Do you think that tattooers should support a business or an idea like this? Or does it even matter? Yes, it matters. I think they should... I, th I think that the industry is fragmented, broken, the tattooers in general and the, and the industry itself doesn't want to move forward. And we know that you did other segments on that before. It's a push because everything wants to stay the same. So I think they should support it. Will they? Highly unlikely. Um, I think the top end level, that 5% of great tattooers, even if, if yourself is in that percent, they won't. Um, the guys that need the help because they're trying to be tattooers, but really just, just hurting people. Um, they need it and the customer needs it. And, and I think it's, they should support it. Yeah. If it's done the way we're doing it, if we have 13 other companies that do what we do and it's a joke. They it's, I've gone through their process. I've bought tattoos through them and that's how we evolve and how we come full circle to try and help the industry better, get better artists. And to touch point on that, I mean, you were saying, how do we get our artists? I probably get 40, 30 or 40 requests a day. Tattoo artists, best artists in the world, designers, everybody's like, hey, do you mind if we work for you? And we have to screen them. And not only that, but 
you know, we can only, only need so many artists. So now we're at a point where everyone we're hiring is fantastic because we just have enough people and they're all trained and doing great work. So um, even the artwork we were putting out four years ago or two years ago or one year ago isn't anything close to what we're doing now. So I think we as a company, Custom Tattoo Design, is doing a great job for all, for, for the industry and for the client. And thank God we're number one in the world um, and we're growing. So at least we're keeping other companies that do what we do that are poor, just like bad tattoo shops and off the street. So we're kind of trying to do the same thing. So, Yeah. Yeah. I was looking on your, your FAQ uh, on your website and under the question, who will be designing my tattoo? It says custom tattoo design has compiled the best talent from all over the world. Each designer has their own strength, style, and experience. We match you up with the artist based on your custom tattoo design needs. We have the top international tattoo artists from all around the world. And, I mean, bluntly, I just don't think that you have the top international tattoo artists from all around the world. I mean, could you word that to say we have, the, we have some of the best tattoo artists from all around the world? Sure. I'll, I'll put the word some in there if you want. I mean, no, no. So it's no, like do your thing. Up. I'm just saying that I was looking for it to say that you have top artists from all around the world because that can be true because it's, it's open sure. for speculation. Sure. But when it's when it specifically says that they're tattoo artists, the top international tattoo artists from around the world, I just don't think that that's accurate. I will I will off air. I'll send you I'll send you an email. Well, I'll ask them first. I'll send you an email with the top ten guys that do all of our consulting that are that work with our guys that are there. And you'll be shocked. They'll say, okay. "Yeah, wow, that's a, it's a different. They're doing a different thing than I thought." And that, um, in a lot of cases, we we can't they don't want us and we can't publicly say, Hey, I have so-and-so from this shop because, and, and that's, it, there's a lot of things that come around with how that affects their shops, how it affects us, how, you know, marketing, lots of those things. And, and we've got to watch that. That's one of the hardest things about getting bigger and doing this is now all of a sudden there's legal crap. You don't even know then, you know, government wants to tax this and it's just, it's, it sucks because for me, I wanted it to be about the artwork and, and me, my brother and how it all started. And now it's like, you're going to work and you're grinding this thing out. That's not as fun. It's like, if I asked you to stop tattooing and just run the shop, how happy would you be? Do nothing. Right. You think it's fun until you got to do it. And then it sucks. Of course. Um, well, I hope you're paying your taxes, Lee. Everyone's got to do it. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, I well, I, I am interested out. in that, and and uh, I'm, I'm I'm in no rush. I got nothing to do today. I'll I'll keep you here all night. We can talk about our personal lives if you want. Cool. <laughs> but no, uh, I it is interesting that uh, the secrecy of it, as you're explaining, and I understand there's like legalities in some cases, but I would think that someone who's getting a lot of work, and if they're a great artist, and it's it's giving them the ability to share their artwork internationally, because as tattooers, we don't do that yeah. unless we physically go international and tattoo somewhere. Sure. So you would think that, I mean, I would assume that an artist like that would be proud to share this, and that they would only want to share it because they would get even more design work had held their you know headed their way. It's the other way around. I don't allow them, and I'll tell you why. So if you go to our site, do you know you know how we say, hey, we select the artist for you. Mm-hmm. If I took my top 20 guys and I showed everyone their portfolios in the whole everyone world, would pick them. Right. every single customer is going to pick them. And the artists that work for us that are, that we have consulting, that we have training that are like top line professional tattooers, who I pay a lot of money to work with us, um, who critique their art, make them better, fire people daily. They're like, Hey man, like this is the third time we told you not to do this. 
and it doesn't work and it represents us poorly and he'll fire him on the spot, pay them to do that. If they know he's there, now they're just emailing him. And so when I've got, you know, 300 people and we post everything up there, every client we have now just contacts them directly and says, hey, they charged me 200 bucks, but if you'll do it for 150 or hey, what shop do you work at? I'll just come there and deal with you. All of a sudden, I don't have a business. So it doesn't matter how great my guys are. We have to do the selection. Um, we, even when you work with our, with our artists, so a customer gets in contact, we built a system where it's like a messenger center between clients and, and artists and they ping back and forth and they can talk live, but they, they don't have direct email contact because we would, we would lose all our, all our customers. Right. And we've had artists that contact the customers outside and then, you know, and that's just hard to track and keep it's messy. So we've got to keep as much control of it as we can. I wish that I could promote it all the time, but like you just said, People would pick you every time if you were in a tattoo shop and you had three guys less talented around you. Um, right. And it's less talented based on their eye. So that's why our art director, Jenny, she got a master's degree in art. Does she tattoo? Uh, she used to. We kind of pulled her out of a shop. So we had to be like, hey, we're paying one. So... Because a master's degree in art don't mean shit for tattooing. Oh, my God. And not only that, just... The, the, I personally, I love the woman. She's been with me from day one. I, I genuinely love her to death. Careful. She might I, hear this. I know, but I don't always want her to be drawn. The beauty of it is we just, we just, we have a grading system with our guys. So like if our, if our new guys come in, they have to stay above nine out of 10 completion rate, which means a customer has to go from start to finish without leaving, without complaining, without, you know what I mean? Finish the designs 90% and we give them, Upgrade. So they go from having one client to three, three to five, five to 10, and no one can have more than 10 clients at a time. Um, so that's just how our process works. And it, and it works based on their completion percentage. And that all happens automatically and helps them move forward. But we don't allow people to just jump on and take clients and get assigned whatever. And so we, we watch that very carefully. And I think that, you know, these are processes where at seven, it takes seven years to get there. Like you couldn't do this without grinding the work. We've watched dozens of guys come in here and fail just trying. Is there um, anything else you wanted to you wanted to go over? Any any other responses to the the original uh, thing? Um, not really. I think I think the biggest thing that you know I kind of want to come on and talk to you about was the way it came off to me was, hey, I caught this cocky little shitty kid, which maybe it was back then, but it wasn't because I was living in my truck. And, and he jumped into a market that he doesn't know and he's never had a tattoo in his life and he's an idiot and he just jumped in and he started to scrape away these customers and lie to them. And for me, what I feel is um, I had a really talented brother who we loved the comp- who loves tattooing. We both have tattoos, lots of tattoos. He's already in the industry. Um, I'm in marketing. I think we can combine. I love my brother. I want to work with him. Turned into something, ran with it. And it got to where it is now. And like, it's, it's very, very different. It's, it's a difference between having a kid that has a trust fund and buys a BMW and the kid that grew up with nothing and had a soccer ball his whole life. And somehow the kid with the soccer ball ends up playing for FIFA, you know, and that happens time and time again. If you're not going to put the work in and do it right. And, uh, you know, clients come first and, you know, that's something I have to, you know, say to you guys, like, I do understand that sometimes it comes in, it can be a headache. Sometimes, you know, you, we, you run across us and say, you know, these guys, these guys, you think did a disservice for whatever reason, but you know, we put the customer first. And so the customers one, the industry becomes two. 
And that's just the way it's always going to be. And that's how you would do it as well. And I think anybody that has a business would do it. You know, we're not, we're not this get rich quick and we're not the, we, we're not those people. So, you know, I think that was important to me. And, and to be honest with you, we're already doing well. We're, we're, I mean, my company's doing well. I didn't have to come on and contact you. I think that I took it a little bit personal because I know the grind I had to put in to get here. And so it was more of a, a passion to want to contact you and say, Hey man, don't always tread so hard when you don't know what people have gone through to get where they are. You know? So that's kind of my story about it. I definitely give you kudos for your business sense and everything that you've done with your company. And that, and I always felt that way about it. I think I even said it in the original thing. I'm, I, I, none of it was knocking your business savvy because you definitely got the goods. And um, through your story about your brother and stuff, I can definitely relate because my sister also uh, is in marketing and business and she often in, advises me and gives me ideas and stuff all through. And, and that's, and she's the main reason I even have a podcast at all. So I can definitely relate to like working together and, and that the sibling camaraderie that you can find uh, working together on idea and stuff. My whole point was never about you. And of, and of course I, I, you know, this is like a comedy show, so I goofed and I and I made it entertaining. But the, re- the real, yeah, yeah. But the real intention was never to cut you down as a person or make you uh, make you look stupid. And it's more just that I think the the idea and the way that just the way that it works having having uh, a third party design tattoos just is it doesn't work. And I think that it's a disservice to your customers to let them believe that they're going to get exactly the tattoo that's drawn for them. When, when most of the times it's not going to happen. And most of the designs that I've seen online from you guys are completely untattooable. While they're beautiful masterpieces, like you say, I would agree. They're great drawings, but they're not drawn by tattooers. And it's two completely separate things. Do you think that the people that don't, that have the that have the issue with it because I, I've I've seen a lot of them. You're not necessarily one of them. I know you have a specific style yourself, um, but I would beg to differ. We we get so what we're putting in now. It takes a long time. We're doing a whole new rendition, a whole new site, and what we're doing now, which I think you're going to really like, is we we're taking a lot of our of our clients that we really like their story and we like the story behind why they got the tattoo. And we're following all the way through. So from their original response to their first sketch, to their finished design, to the tattoo shop they go to, to having it done and their story along the way and how it went and, and tying it all together to show that like, you know, tattoos have a story. Most of them actually, the good ones, the ones that, that matter. We want to, we want to be showing customers and, and also not, not just taking that story like we talked about before and then pulling out, you know, just the tattoo and just laying the tattoo on and forgetting about the story. We want to kind of keep, make sure that's all one thing. Um, and I find, well, I mean, I mean, I'm not really gonna, I'm not really gonna like that. Cause that's not for me. That's for the customer, obviously. And, sure. and it's a great idea for your business and it's a great way to attract an even, you know, an even bigger, maybe different segment of people to use your website. But I don't think that that really changes the fact that they're still going to get a design. That's not going to be what their tattoo is. Well, I think though, and, and not slagging anyone, but I, I, I'm going to draw the tattoo that the customer wants and we're going to do the tattoo in a way that's tattooable by a person that's capable of tattooing it. They still have to go find a person capable. And so I, I differ with you in, in a lot of cases, some are, some are, but in most cases, um, if I went and grabbed 
the top 10%, and you know how hard they are to get in to see. If I grab those top 10%, they could tattoo anything that I draw, any single thing. They will do it, get it done. They have it, they'll take it, stand so that they could put it on if they wanted to. And in most cases, say, I want to redraft, do it myself because that's the level they're at. But a lot, a lot of guys that say this can't be done simply don't have the skill to do it. And that happens a lot. And so we used to actually refer shops. And we did that in the beginning for three years. Um, and we had shops that we went out, found the qualified shops. We sent them the artwork. They got in contact with the client and then shops liked it. Here's the problem that we ran into, which sucked is customer goes in, the shops willing to do the artwork and the guy in the shop's a dick. So whether he can do it or not, he's, he's rude to the customer. The atmosphere's not right. The place is included, whatever it is. And then the customer comes back to us and it's like, you told us to go and see Andrew and the shop was awful and the people were rude to me and I had to wait an extra two hours to get in and then they rescheduled me and it came in from the UK and now I'm stuck here and the guy doesn't want to do my tattoo. And it's just like, whoa, man. Too much responsibility on your end. Way too much. And we wanted to take it because we want that customer to get it all the way through and have it all. But we're just trying to do something that's, that's impossible. We're trying to control a business that's not our business. And that's why, you know, when you get then later, so I stopped doing that because it I mean, I was losing sleep at night over. I really was. It's like, man, how, how can we get tattoo shops to like treat customers well? And we're trying to help them. We're sending them business and they can do the work. But the better the artist sometimes, the more the attitude. And it just was getting frustrated. Um, and even the shops we design for now, they'll, we design a lot of stuff for them. But like we don't do, they'll be like, don't do full sleeves just because we're so busy and that customer is so picky and then wants, you know, and it just, you understand as clients are clients and it is what it is. And we're dealing with walk-ins and, and the mass and we, you try and take care of everybody, but it's like selling a house, right? You want to give them the absolute best you can, but it's not always going to be perfect. But I think that we, we do the best we can for, for, for everybody. And I think that's, that's because of me personally. I think I took it as a personal project to not try and screw people, not try and screw up the artist that gets it at the end. But I also got 350 artists now and 6,000 clients a month. And to say that I can handle them all is impossible. So I try and handle the people that are having any issues or some, the guy that came to you with that half sleeve, if that came back to me and you emailed me and said, Lee, this is, um, is impossible, da, da, da. I'd be like, you know what? I'm, I'll kick back the guy, the, the cost of the tattoo design. Do you mind helping him out and redrawing it for me? And that'd be great. If, if it didn't work and then knowing that I had a relationship with you, I that's, that's the people I deal with. And I only have to deal with a few of those a day. And I'm grateful for that because it used to be a lot more and now it's less and less. And, you know, we're, like I said, like our, our refund rate rates of incomplete tattoos or complaints is under 5%. It's my standard. That's where we're trying to keep it, which means 95% of my clients are happy and they get, they go and get their tattoos. So we're doing a good job for the customer at least. And, I'm honestly, I'd like, you don't have to let them. Right, right. I don't doubt that you aren't making your customers happy because you're doing your part of the deal. It's just the fact that there's another part of the deal that is more, way more important to how the tattoo is going to look. And that's the part that, that worries me about, about how it's set up. But you let's know, say, you're, you're doing a good job. You're making people happy. You've got everything in place to go back and forth and you're controlling how, how your artists are treating customers. That's great. You're doing everything you can. Mm-hmm. But there's a huge factor that's just, you know, it's just open-ended. 
but let's say that it is open-ended, right? And this is, I'm just playing on my own devil's advocate in yours. Sure. um, When you're talking about, do you think that we're doing a good thing for the industry? Um, So customer walks into you and you know, they want a duck and it is a duck and you know, exactly what the client wants. You just had that. You had this experience with a half sleep, right? Are you telling me that the guy that wouldn't have walked in your shop for whatever reason, it was one of my many, it was a memorial. It was had a bad experience before, whatever it is, these types of customers that we have um, comes in. So somebody you might not have seen ever and shows you this, that I'm not get, handing you an opportunity. Even if that design is slightly off, in whatever way that you don't have an opportunity to make that guy's day and say, I get where this is. I understand the process you went through. I want to help you out. And you can turn his, his expectation into something you fulfill and boom, you just did a tattoo. He's happy. You're happy. And it's done and it's done properly. And that's a client that tattoo shop would have never had. And we're getting a lot of them. So you can imagine, I believe that, a lot of guys are doing the tattoos exactly how we sent them. I can guarantee you that because I've got hundreds and hundreds of examples of them, thousands. Could you send me some of those? Sure. And just to, yeah, in, yeah, I'll get John to grab a few and send them. But, cool. um, uh, so you're looking at it like it, you're you're creating uh, opportunities for tattooers through what you do. It's not. It's not. It's not my goal, but right. I absolutely know. But it that happens. It, yeah, it's happening. Of course, it happens. Yeah. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I see. I see how. I'll explain why. If if you if if think about it this way, if I've got if I'm dealing with 500 people a day, why yeah. are they not in tattoo shops? Well, they're gonna be regardless. You think so? Well, if someone's looking to get tattooed, whether they take what I consider as this extra step to get the design from you, they're still gonna. The end goal is still at the tattoo shop. You still need the tattoo shop to get a tattoo. So, you know, how I was telling you how a lot of the clients kind of bail once they, they start the process because they wear I know I know clients bail all the time. I see it. All, I, people will write me. I write them back and then I never hear it happens. Right. So, so imagine how many customers go, man, I want a tattoo today. They jump onto Google. They Google around and they kind of find some things. And they're like, okay, now I'm going to go find a shop. And they call the shop. The shop's like, okay, come in in a week. And then they're just like, oh, I don't want to go. And they just never go in ever because they've, they, the time that has passed is not exciting. And they didn't get in the shop. They didn't walk in. They wanted something. They huh. had something they wanted to do. Well, that's tattooing. They keep the, they keep, yeah, exactly. But they keep the ether. So someone goes online though, and it's day one and they find us and like, man, this would be awesome. I have exactly what I wanted. And they keep that ether. Then they get the design they are nine times more committed to actually walk into a shop than if they had nothing at all and never been in a shop. Like I know it because we have all the statistics and it drives me crazy to listen to tattoo. You, you just said to me, um, which I appreciate you go. I think you have business sense. I think you have great business sense. I know that I do because I built a multi-million dollar company at zero things and it's not my first. So I know that I'm smarter in that aspect of what I do. I'm not a tattoo artist. I would lean on you. I would call you in a heartbeat if I had a tattoo question, if I needed an answer. Now, in saying that, it blows my freaking mind how many tattoo artists try and tell me, including yourself right now, Mm -hmm. that's not what the customers do. Customers don't respond that way. Customers are never going, they they were already coming into my shop. It it actually, what you're doing is you're saying, hey, Lee, the knowledge you have and what you're an expert in, you're not. And what I'm saying is, it's, it blows my mind how many tattoo artists are expert in 
the marketing aspect of an industry that they don't have a freaking clue about. They're great tattoo artists, but don't tell me that they know how to do Google AdWords campaigns for international artists and find that women only buy 20% of the time and men buy 80% of the time and they're more likely to retain this stuff. You know nothing of it. So it's, it's mind-blowing to hear that. And it's not from you. I hear it every day from tattoo artists. They're like, no, man, that guy was coming in to see me. You just you wasted his time because he was coming in anyway. Say someone lives in a small town. There's three tattoo shops. Yeah. They're going to end, if they decide they want a tattoo, they're going to end up at one of those three tattoo shops. Right. Regardless whether you exist or not. And what the guy that was on your show the other day said that, and it's true, is that they look, you look at those three small tattoo shops, they go, man, the guys that are sitting in those chairs aren't what I want. They're not strong enough tattooers for what I want. And so, you know what they do? They come to us, they get the imagery, and now they're trying to find a shop outside of that. You, people travel a long way to get a good tattoo. You know, I, I'm like, I know. Oh, it's an American traditional tattoo. And I said, well, I'm coming to New Hampshire. <laughs> like, all yeah. right. I mean, it, that's, you're putting something on your body forever. Like, that's what so you if you're going to, let's say you travel from, you're in Toronto, right? Yeah. You travel from Toronto to New Hampshire because you want a, a traditional tattoo from me. Mm-hmm. Why would why would you get a design that's drawn by someone else who isn't even a tattooer? Why wouldn't you well, want me it, to draw it? it? It depends where you came from, right? So I mean, I know that you're down there, and but it would I wouldn't even be looking for that without my design. I'm saying if you have the design, I want to match my design to the type of artist. And so if I'm doing, but don't you think that type of artist could t- could draw that design better than someone who doesn't tattoo? I think that without saying anything too derogatory, which I really don't care because it's, it's true. No, go for it. Um, I, I think that the customer service industry in the tattoo world is, is absolutely horrendous. I think that it's, it's, it's one of the worst in any industry and it could be so good, man. I can, I've been asked so many times to come and help build business infrastructure into tattoo shops. It's like, yeah, man, just have someone at the front that greets them and helps do this and walk them through this process. And then you walk into so many shops where there's three guys tattooing and you're sitting there for 15 minutes ringing a bell and then finally someone comes up. You know how it is. It depends on the shop and the atmosphere. But I'm saying I'm in Toronto and I send you an email right now and I said, hey, I want, I'm looking at getting this design. Here's my story. You know, I'm not going to meet you in person, but can you send me a design? The odds are that you're either, because you're, you, you're so good at your thing, you're either too busy. I'm Why do you say good in quotes? Again. Yeah, I'm, you know, <laughs> because I'm saying that the, the caliber of artists that you're looking for to do that design is typically going to be very strong. Like right. I've sent out lots of lots of emails to guys around the world just to to actually go and get tattoos from. You get an auto email back. It's like, hey, I'm not taking on new clients at this time. Blah blah blah. Call the shop if you want to book an appointment. I've called. Hey, I'm from Toronto. Um, I'm looking to get this done. Yada yada yada. That the odds of of getting that artwork ever done. Is it's you know this is an astronomical thing. It's I'm never going to get a tattoo design from somebody in three states over who's never met me without talking to them and they want to deposit, but I might never see them. Like it's just not a good experience, and that's the person I want to go to. I want to come down to New Hampshire to get that design. Can I even get a hold of you? Are you too busy? Are you going to get a design? What's the process like? Do you care because you've got walk-ins coming in every day? So. You and I both know there's a lot more of uh, there's a lot more going on in there than than you know. And I don't want to mislead a client. I don't like that it said, you know, you, you put them in a fear. On the contrary, 
I understand what they need. We give them what they need from a need standpoint. We actually do a lot of the customer service for the tattoo shop to make it a pleasurable experience before we dare put them into a shop that's going to give them a shitty experience. I know thousands of, of customers that walk in a shop and go, I just don't want a tattoo anymore. I wanted one. I hated how I was treated and just never come back. And it breaks my heart because it's really not a hard process. You know, the respect side of taking care of somebody is walking in and quite frankly, it is a daunting experience. I can remember, I, I remember shaking so bad my first time. I sweat so much. Needle didn't even hit me yet. And I think I lost three pounds. Like, so, you know, you expect. And you someone, loved, and you love tattoos from that moment on. So what was it about that experience <laughs> that you're looking at negatively now that, that you were in your, your life now is tattoo world. Well, it was funny because I was fortunate. My brother's eight years older than me, right? So he is already covered in tattoos and he designs them. So he's designing, he's drawing a lot of my stuff. And what he'd do is he'd have a sketchbook and like I'd see a lot of cool ideas, but he was thinking he'd get him as a tattoo. So I'd steal him out of his sketchbook and like run to the local shop and be like, hey man, can you get this? So I got my first like three tattoos by stealing them out of my brother's sketchbook. And, uh, he, and then like showing him when I got home and just taking a beating, like just, <laughs> just, he was Busted. just livid. He's like, I was getting that next week. I'm like, I know, but I got it. And it was like, it was, oh, I get so much happiness. There. And then every time I have like my shirt off or we're like traveling together, he's just, he, it brings him right back to that moment of pit being pissed off. I love it. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's awesome because he designed that for me. I think of it as, I'm wearing my brother's design and I love that. And then I had a great artist do it. And to me, it's like, it's really cool to have my design. My brother designed this and Andrew executed it. And these two artists came together. And that, I, that was my original thought was like, man, wouldn't it be cool to have a great artist do this awesome design and this amazing tattoo artist do the design. And this customer gets to say, my design was kind of was started here and it finished here. And I have this collaboration of amazing artwork. That was kind of my dream at the beginning. When you um, explain it exactly that way, it sounds great. And I would agree. That's a cool thing. Right. But what But what has come attached to that, and I understand you're like given the hard sell, you're trying to sell your business to people, yeah. but it, it is a lot of fear and a lot of assumptions and a lot of things that you're assuming are going to happen or you're telling people will happen. And to me, that's what that's what doesn't sit well with me. Just And while I understand what you're doing and why you're doing it, uh, you, it really feels like you are turning tattooers into the bad guy in the situation, which makes them fear even more fearful than they were ahead of time. And, and while I'm sure you do understand the business side of tattooing at the scale you're at, you do not understand tattooing more than me in, in, in like the zoomed in level. Yeah, I understand. So, but, and, and what comes with that tattooing is, I'm dealing with customers. I'm tattooing people. I'm I'm in the trenches. Right. And I'm I'm doing all my own correspondence. I do walk-ins, I do appointments, all this stuff. It's just the the fear that that is being instilled in these people that feel like they can't go to a tattooer to get their design. To why me, do you think it, that, why do you think that there's fear? Because well, it, it was that that site? one What do we say in our site or in any of our marketing that says, "Don't go to a shop, they're going to screw you." Uh, let me pull something up. Yeah, this is uh, like an echo of, of what we had talked about earlier, too. Let me open this topic by saying this. The tattoo industry is broken and, frankly, is notorious for horrible customer service. Uh, they're not customer service specialists. 
what, having having your own custom tattoo design takes the fear and and anxiety out of going into a tattoo shop for the first time. And then describing, um, I think this was in that that segment we did too. What happens in tattoo shops? And it describes going in, and it's like a last minute thing, and you don't get to see your design. But that's not that's not necessarily reality either. That's not how it works every time. It's, it's not how it works every single time, of course not. But you know, and we've just discussed it. It does happen a lot of the time. Sure. Designs, like People get I'm hit by cars, but I don't wrong. fear getting you, hit by a car every time. You know that the that the customer service side of tattooing is horrendous. And not always, but the reason I say that it's bad is because you're an amazing tattoo artist. Your expectation isn't to pick up the phone and listen to a console, like go through all that and understand people and psychology and, and sure it is. That's and, a huge part of it. The the biggest part I love about tattooing is the people. And I become friends and I'm and I tattoo entire families for for years and years. That's a huge part of it. You're not you're not hearing what I'm saying. What I'm saying is okay, go ahead. is that your skill level that you go to work every day and perfect social socializing and, and having common sense and an ability to have socialize is, is completely different. But I'm saying that the ability to sell and to, to work and to market and to it's, it's, you are going to have one in a thousand people that know that. And I'm not saying you're not one of them because you, I put it this way. You're one of the only guys I know of the podcast that puts in the time that makes these conversations and puts in this work. So I'm um, between two people in two industries. I think that, you know, we're two highly intelligent people having a good conversation about it. Um, could I go have this conversation with any guy in any shop uh, in Toronto right now? It would turn into a, an argument and fisticuffs because they will not listen because they do not understand. They do not want to understand. And that's how they end up treating their customers. I've seen it. And in saying that, the thing I hate about the tattoo industry the most is the nicest guys in the world that I know are covered in tattoos. They've got beards, piercings, and tattoos everywhere, and I want to cuddle with them and fall asleep all the time. They're the best people in the world. Women too. That's, and it's, it, it sucks that people are scared of that, but would I send my six-year-old mother into a shop and not take her with me? I would tell her to go, but do I think that she's going to be nervous and scared and probably not go anyway? Yeah, it happens a lot. So if people come in with friends and all that and do those things, but um, there's, there's like, what, six, eight, nine billion people on the planet and to think that that tattooing is is people are so blindly ignorant that they're just going to walk into a tattoo shop. The other thing is, you know that we're in a digital world. If you go on to, if I went in Toronto right now and I looked up the top 10 websites, two would be okay. The other ones would scare the shit out of me. It's look at our portfolio. Here's a homepage that we decided to call ourselves Dark Dragon Tattoos, come in and whatever. And it's like, wow, you're really boasting confidence. Like, I can't wait to walk in your doors. And so you, you're scaring the customer away already because you don't have a customer service approach to a fact that you want an industry to stay the same. But in the real world, we're a digital community now that works online and primarily is mobile. And I can't even find half a mobile site. I can't even find websites that are working on their mobile phones. So it's, it's mind blowing to think that that same shop says to me, Hey man, we're the place to come and we are going to be so good at that customer. When they walk in, they're going to get their design and we're going to finish it for them and they can come and get renderings done again and show up whenever they want, not leave a deposit. It's, it's, that's just a bunch of shit. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. With that, I don't disagree with that. There's some shops that are great and, and show you the environment that they're creating 
through their right. websites and marketing and stuff. And obviously there's tons that don't do that at all. And it, and it will live up to their bad image when you walk right. in. It, it can suck. Absolutely. Sucks for it. Sure. But, but you, what you do doesn't change any of that. And it doesn't fix that problem because, because your customers are into the shop because they've, they've, we've already told them you're going to have a good experience. You know that you, what you have now, so you don't have to feel insecure about saying, man, if I talk to this guy, am I going to get laughed out of a shop? And as a kid, all the way through adulthood, I used to think it all the time. If I walk in without anything and I describe that, you know, I want this thing in a judgmental world that we live in and you're walking into a place where you don't, don't necessarily feel comfortable on your own. Imagine, you know, that insecurity feeling, I think, I think you forget because you're, you're so used to being on the other side and making people feel comfortable. That's once you've talked to them. I still get nervous walking into a tattoo shop to this day. Cause I don't know who's on the other side. I still do. And that me becomes- too. I'm trying to pinpoint like where the disconnect is happening for me because you say a lot of things that I don't disagree with at all. And, it, and you don't have to be a tattooer to identify a lot of these issues. Um, but if, I guess in the idea of someone fearing going into a shop and being laughed out because of their ideas. Sure. That is something that happens. Sometimes someone will tell a tattoo or their idea and they're not into it and they're kind of, they get kind of shitty about it or whatever. Yeah. You know, a bad tattooer who's not good to their customers is going to do shitty things. Sure. Mm. But going in with a design from you, they're still going to get laughed out of the shop if that's how they're going to treat their customers anyway. Right. And that's, and that's, I think. So having the design doesn't change anything in, in that regard. I think, again, forget me if I'm wrong, and I, I try and use this example. I use this into a shop and actually we ended up doing a lot of design work for them. But, you know, somebody who's not going to be quite as talented as you, if, if I said to you right now, it's just like, hand drum me in, drum me in. I keep using the same example. I always do. I'm like, drum me in, Doc. And you just draw a Doc right now and you freehand it. Um, and then I show you an image of the Doc that I want flying and doing this. And I go, here's the image of the Doc that I want. And then I asked you to redraw that Doc or tattoo it for that matter, which one's going to be better and which one am I going to like more? The one I brought in that you can look at reference and then do it the way that I want it done. Plus it's what I want or the freehand one where you weren't looking at anything and you just decided I want a duck. So those aren't, those aren't the only two options. There's also the option where the customer tells me exactly what they told you and I give them the same product, except it's better because I drew it and I'm tattooing it. So it's going to, it's going to jive with how I do it. Right. And then back to the same point of this, I'm, I'm trying to kind of drive my point home that you think that uh, just as an example, I'm not trying to put you in a spot. I actually want your honest opinions. How many shops do you think consult with their clients, draw the sketch, redraw it if they need to show the finished product, customer comes in, they love it and they get a tattoo the way it should go every, like how often do you think that happens? I mean, that's, that's how a tattoo shop works, ideally. And like we're describing this whole time, sometimes it doesn't happen just like for you. Sometimes people don't complete or they're not happy with it. And there's always going to be a few people who are unhappy no matter what, no matter how great you right. are. Right, 100%. What do you so, do when there's a walk-in? Do you draw them something or do you just freehand it or what do you do? You draw it to them. They tell you what they want and then I draw it for them. And if they have changes or requests or modifications or if they, I mean, honestly, usually the way it works now, everyone has an image from their phone. And they want, and they bring that in. Bunch of reference images or references, correct? Sure. Right. So how, how is ours any different? It's just that they paid to show you a reference of exactly what they wanted versus not exactly what they wanted. I'm, what I'm saying is if I show, just like you do with the half sleeve, if you know what the customer wants and you know that you're going to redraw to your style and specification and you tell them that, 
you say, hey, you know, I don't do that exact style, but I think I can do something amazing for you, then you just took an opportunity I handed you and you executed it with your skill and you worked with the client and that's perfect. Well, but at the same time, you didn't hand me from Google and you're going to do a better image than that is interesting. I mean, what if I told you that my, my parents died in a car accident and I wanted a memorial piece and I wanted all these things and, and you, you drew it up and I hated it. You drew it up and I didn't like it. And then you put it on my body and I didn't like well, I would, it. I wouldn't tattoo it on you if you didn't like it. You'd be shocked who does. Cause I've got a couple of them on my body right now, especially when I can't see him, <laughs> but you know, you didn't see a drawing first. I've said, yes, you see a stencil and then, you know, what happens with a lot of guys and I, and you know, this. you put half the stencil on the part they want to change your freehand on yourself and then you kind of finish it. Um, the sad part is, is like, I didn't mind that. And I mean, I was cool because when I was a kid, but that's not like now tattooing is becoming a lot about artwork and a lot about pride. And, and it, it's, it's really artwork now. It's not, it, you know, that it's evolved a lot. Right. I mean, um, huh. And, and I think that if you would, you know, there's industry people that kind of, um, in any industry, um, I just, and it's just like this. And I say this in one way, cause our one best friends a show called them. I hated that. Um, we do, we, we came in, we disrupted the industry a little bit. Um, but I mean, we are what one, one millionth of the industry. I mean, really, we're right. really not doing that much. It's not like people know who we are globally. Um, I don't know if you want to, if, if there's anything more like you want to talk about, I've, I've appreciated time. I think, you know, we've kind of, likewise. I, I understand that you, you have your opinions. I totally value them. I understand where you're coming from. I want, I hope you understand, you know, why I came into it. It wasn't necessarily the way it came off. I know that that wasn't your intention of, of personally attacking me. And also, you know, if I want to, if I want to say Tom Brady's the best, you know, athlete in the world and not LeBron James, I'm going to list Tom Brady's stats. So if you're going to go on your show and say, custom tattoos on socks. You're going to try and come up with all these socks. You're not going to sit there and tell me, Oh, but I understand why this is awesome. Although, you know, I do understand that you do get it. Uh-huh. When, whenever tattooers feel the, the push of the industry and even calling it an industry makes most people's skin crawl. Right. Um, that whenever they feel like the wall, you know, the walls are closing in. It's like, it, it's never met with understanding or even willingness to talk, but, but I always feel like I, I want to talk about it because I, I want to give someone a chance and, and I'd love for my mind to be changed. And in this case, my mind isn't changed. I think you're a great guy and I appreciate that you did this and, and everything like that is fine. It's, it's nothing personal, obviously, but there's just, there, you're right. There's a lot of crazy ideas coming around the bend and, and it's only going to get weirder. Yeah. What you do is going to seem very tame compared to the shit that's coming out in the next I, few years. I, I, I can't agree more. And I mean, times change. I, I, I see a time where do I think our company's valuable right now? Yeah. Do I see it growing? Yeah. Cause it is more and more customers enjoy it. They like it. That's great. There'll be a time where I don't know, people are just going to talk into something, what they want. And some computers just going to draw it up six different ways. Anyways. I mean, it, it's going to happen and it sucks, but I guess uh, the problem is that with all the stuff that comes in from the outside, that tattooing, which has been this pure and like un, you know, unfucked with thing is just losing a lot of that charm. And that's what, and that's what tattooers will talk a lot about, uh, like the magic being stripped away from it. And it's, it's disappointing to see. It's, it's honestly, God, it's, it's why you don't like what we do. It's why tattoo artists that have understand that that's their craft and it's hundreds of years old and nobody touched it. And and I get it. I've got a hand poke tattoo. I mean, I, I get it, man. It's, it's cool. That's a cool factor. Um, but if you know it's coming and change is coming and you still like it and you're working with it, like how long until, you know, 
Andrew can't do what he does because you have to either grow with it or not. Like you'll be irrelevant if you don't stay on top of understanding what clients want. If clients continue to come in and eventually they go, I don't want what you, what used to be, you're going to be on the street because you're going to have five clients a month instead of 500, you know? And, I agree. And that sucks, but it, it just is. So you've got to continue to grow your knowledge. And I know you are, and you're, you're doing those things, but you can't also, I mean, you can, you can do whatever you want. So don't let me tell you, you can't, but you know, I still want to stay in the industry. I've got the knowledge of it. I think that I have the morale to do it right. And so we've got other products that are coming out that we really think are going to help the tattoo artists and help shops. Oh boy. What are you doing? I can't tell you right now. I'm <laughs> illegal, but you are, I, you know what I'll do Bef- when I launch it, I will, I will call you and I will mm-hmm. do a podcast with you about it. And you can tell me all the things you love and hate about it. Well, you know, I'll be tuned in. I know you will. I want to thank Lee Roller for taking the time and coming on a show like this where he probably knew he wasn't going to be in favorable company. Uh, So I do commend you, Lee. Thank you for being on the show. If you want to check out what he does, it's at customtattoodesign.ca. And if any of you have any comments or feedback, I'm sure that those guys will be in the comment section, whether you're watching this on YouTube or uh, you can leave it on Instagram, wherever. Just let me know what you think. Has your mind been changed about custom tattoo design? Personally, my mind has not been changed, but that's okay. And I certainly didn't expect to change Lee's mind about his own company that he's poured all of his efforts into for the past however many years. I think it's interesting to have a conversation with someone that you just fundamentally do not agree with. If you don't know, I'm Andrew Stortz, and you can follow me on Instagram at Andrew Stortz, S-T-O-R-T-Z. And don't forget, if you love this show, please give a five-star rating and leave a nice review on iTunes. It really helps new people find the show, and I would very much appreciate it. If you want to learn more about Books Closed, you can go to our website at booksclosedpodcast.com for show notes, merch, videos. All the information about the show is right there for you. (sighs) Either this sickness is overtaking my mind, or this whole thing has just been a fever dream, but... I think this episode was a wild ride. Next week, I'll be back, hopefully with a full voice again. And we'll get into some more tat world discussion. What do you say? I will see you then.